Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today on Amazon. Hey, this is combat sports announcer Bryce Boudreaux, and you're listening to Wrestleville with Vinny Berry. Listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest tonight is combat announcer Bryce Porto. <laughs> you hit me with the Porto. <laughs> Vinny, what's up, man? It's hey, Pedro, you... ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh. I love it's, it though. I it's love my it. it's my accent. Yes, it is. What's up, Vinny? Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, I enjoy uh uh, me and you have been friends for probably about two years now. I've always enjoyed uh, talking to you. We uh, uh, talk a lot about wrestling. We talk a lot about, well, we talk about a lot of stuff, but wrestling is yeah. kind of what brought us together. So uh, why don't you tell fans uh, what you do in professional wrestling and uh, tell us what you what you do. So I am a uh, I'm a ring announcer. So I'm basically the guy that you see in the ring with the suit, the microphone that tells you that the the match is set for one fall. And I introduce the competitors in the match. I've been doing that for about five years now. uh, And I've announced in front of crowds of 12 people where there was more guys in the locker room outside in the the building. uh, And then I've announced in front of crowds of, you know, over 2000 people. I've had opportunities uh, to announce all over my home state of Louisiana and based out of Louisiana. I've been flown uh, to Dallas, Texas, to Atlanta, Georgia, and everywhere in between I've announced all over Mississippi, all over Texas, all over Louisiana. Uh, and I've, I've had an absolute blast. I've worked with some really good companies along the way and uh, still doing some really cool stuff uh, in the world of mixed martial arts these days. But I'm, I'm still... I'm still considered a, a professional wrestling ring announcer, too. I do it all, you know, like Cyrus Fees. He announced the Ric Flair thing the other night. He doesn't really do much wrestling, but whenever it calls, he just might take it. How did you get involved in ring announcing in, you know, it started out in professional wrestling. How, how did that all come about? I, I was a lifelong fan, of course, like everybody. Uh, me and a friend of mine had a podcast. We started a podcast. We were covering what was on WWE back in 2016. And uh, we had a podcast and we were we started interviewing the local wrestlers that wrestled for Full Throttle Wrestling here in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Uh, and we just so happened to interview an announcer. And that announcer's name was Rod Sterling. And Rod Sterling and I started becoming friends. He brought me on the road with him to Texas to his big shows that he would announce. And along the way, he would tell me the do's and don'ts of announcing wrestling. And I pretty much, you know, kind of had it figured out of what an announcer really does. And there was a show he couldn't make. It was here in Lake Charles, Louisiana, my hometown. And he told the promoter, said, Bryce knows what he's doing. Let Bryce do it. So I threw on a suit and I did it. Main event was Tim Storm and T-Ray for the full throttle heavyweight championship. James Beard was the referee. So, uh, I always forget about that. That was the first main event I ever announced. But uh, I, I've had a great time since then, man. I, I've, like I said, I've, I've done some really cool stuff. I've met some really cool people along the way. Just stuff that people dream of, and uh, I, I've, I've got to do it. 
Absolutely. And you and you mentioned the names Tim Storm and T Ray. What a what about, right? I mean, both those guys are are just yeah. great wrestlers and been around for so long and it had to be a great, a great event. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that was at the point where T Ray was uh starting to get some opportunities and now T Ray is considered a vet across the state of Texas. It's crazy what just a couple of years can do, but I mean T Ray is, is awesome. He's at an all time high of his career right now. Love T Ray. And Tim. Oh, <laughs> like, I can't forget about Tim. He's at an all time high right now too, working for the NWA. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, he's yeah, he's something else. Uh very special special athlete, especially doing what he does at his age, you know, it's uh, had the opportunity to catch Tim Storm on a uh, pay-per-view a couple weeks back. And he was like a fill-in. He wasn't, he wasn't supposed to, uh, he wasn't on the card. Uh, he filled in for somebody else, but it, I just happened to turn it on that night and I caught him and I, I was glad that I did because I, I hadn't seen him uh, in action in, in a little while. And then uh, T-Ray last summer, I had the opportunity to see him in in a main event, and hands down, one of the best, you know, best matches of the of the of the night. You know, so um, yeah, he's, you know, both those men definitely know what they're doing when it comes to professional wrestling. Absolutely. So, talk to us a little bit about what are you know. We we touched on Tim Storm and T Ray that moment, but what other kind of moments have you had in professional wrestling that you know when you look back of doing wrestling announcing, uh, you know some of the the flashes of memories that come back to you. What are some of those? <laughs> Man, uh, I I remember it's it's not the best memory, but I remember working uh, a show in front of 12 people in Mississippi in the middle of an off-road RV park. People were smoking cigarettes in the building, and it was just a mess. And uh, I treated every match like – I mean, I treated the main event like it was the main event. I treated it like it was a big freaking deal. Um, but on on the highs, I mean, it, one of the biggest matches that I had the pleasure of announcing was Thunder Rosa versus Jazz for the SWE World title, SWE World Women's title, whenever SWE was just an idea. Um, and, uh, I, I've had the opportunity and pleasure to announce, um, Jonathan Gresham, uh, versus Mike Bennett at center stage in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, it was a non-title match, but the ring of honor pure championship was represented, uh, and they had like a 30 minute Broadway. So it was an unbelievable match that I got to announce, um, I've, I've got to work at center stage, Atlanta, Georgia, which is a very historic wrestling venue. I've got to walk in the dressing room that Dusty Rhodes was running. I, I Cool story about that building. My office for the night uh, that I had everything set up in was Triple H's office whenever NXT ran that building. So oh. it's pretty cool. It's, it's one of the coolest things I've ever got the chance to do. I've had the opportunity to announce on the border of our country in Laredo, Texas. Literally right across the street was the river. So that was really cool. I've got to uh, work with so many legends like uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Teddy, Teddy Long. Uh, my mind's drawing a freaking blank here. One man gang. <laughs> There's so many others. And just you, you forget about all these people that you get the opportunity to work with. Uh, and it, it's just it's just awesome. You know, I mean, these are the legends that you see and how they are in person. It's, it's just it's great. 
but most importantly, Vinny, the friends and the uh, the brotherhood and the friendships that I've formed along the road. You just it's it's just great. You know, it's awesome. Absolutely. No, I even in the uh, in the few years that I've been writing uh, professional wrestling and in covering the sport, man, I tell you, some of the the people uh, and the friends that I've made, uh, it was uh, actually I was uh, texting with somebody uh, today in Connecticut who's a podcaster and we've been helping each other do some things. And he was like, man, I appreciate you. And I said, yeah, man, I, I really appreciate you too. Thank you. And, you know, I just, you know, it's those, those friendships and even, even the friendship that you and I have, you know, made over the last few years, you know, it's, it's, it's guys like that. I mean, some of these people, you know, I, you know, you, you can talk to them for an hour and then you, you'll never talk to them again, but then some of these people keep on popping up reoccurring in your yep. life and and that's what's what's really special there's a there's a young lady out there that uh supports my my writing and buys all my books and we text and call each other from time to time and uh you know she became my friend and and the the joke is that she's the uh the president of the Vinnie Berry fan club you know so oh wow <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh if 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 there was was a president of the Vinnie Berry fan club, it it would be her because nobody, you know, has uh, supported me. And this Vinnie Berry guy, according to her, is pretty awesome dude. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> so, you know, you, you talked about some of the, the highlights and stuff. What and and you did touch on that that show in Mississippi that only 12 people. But, you know, have you ever had some. uh I guess uh, some blunders in the ring or something that you had to kind of correct on the fly, or I mean, I mean, because what you do is it's live. Yeah, I've I've had to correct some stuff. I tell you what, funny story in Atlanta, Georgia, I uh, had I announced um, uh, Matt, Matt Matt Matthew Rayvolt. I'm trying. I always try to pronounce his last name correct. Matthew Rayvolt. Uh, he wrestled in WWE. Uh, as uh, he was a part of the Vaude Villains, and now he wrestles as Drama King Matt Rahal. Uh, but I announced him as uh, the Drama Queen, and I was like, "Ooh!" As soon as I did it, and I had to redo it, and uh, that was like in front of DDP and like Jordan Grace and all these other people. Jimmy Wang Yang was in the building, like. It's crazy and uh, i had to redo it and it was tapings for national television for championship pressing from atlanta but um I, I had another blender it was in the same night it was just crazy because all this stuff's in my ear and i'm having everybody yelling and whatever and i was announcing the uh i was announcing uh the bodega versus uh the they were known as the ascension but now they are the awakening i think uh, Big Con and Vic the Space Lord wrestled for WWE for a little bit, but I announced both of them as Vic Con or, or something. I messed up, and so we had to redo everything. We made it look good for TV, but uh, had a couple blunders like that. There was one time in in uh, Denham Springs, Louisiana, where I go to announce the main event. It's a Fatal Four Way, but I was announcing them as as they came out. I realized I forgot my note card, and I'm like, crap! I've never announced that my note cards, and I'm like. Uh, I don't know what to do, and I just said screw it, and I announced everybody, and we made it work. But um, I'm sure there's been others, uh, 
you know, and in the past, but nothing that was a major screw up, you know. Um, I can't think of anything, you know. Well, you and I have talked about this in the past. You know, what is announcing for you? What is the main job for the ring announcer? The main job for a ring announcer and a lot of ring announcers probably don't understand this, but you're playing a part in a play, essentially, with wrestling. With wrestling, it all has the same rule, but essentially you are the one that's presenting these characters. You're presenting these larger-than-life athletes. You're not there to present you. You know, a lot of announcers think, well, I'm just as important as Howard Finkel, and I have to put my gimmick on and talk like talk like I'm an announcer all the time and, and put on a show and do magic tricks and dance and wear funny hats and masks and goofy stuff and say one fall. But if, at the end of the day, you are presenting these large and light athletes. You do your job, you get out of the ring. Very simple. And, you know, you could say, well, Bryce, you're wrong. Well, I've accomplished a lot as a wrestling announcer and I'm doing some pretty cool stuff now. I mean, I'm not bragging or anything, but I'm just saying, like, look, I, I think I think I get it. I've gotten multiple opportunities based on what I've done, um, and I think I've I've pretty much hit the ceiling as far as announcing wrestling. I I don't think I can get any further unless somebody calls me um, from a from a big dog company. That essentially is your job. You are the presenter of these characters. You know, uh, you're not necessarily portraying a character you know even though you are yourself times 10 out there you know um, you're presenting the character same thing with mixed martial arts or if I was a PA announcer for football I, I do college softball for McNeese State but I'm presenting these athletes as they come up to the plate you know at bat you know number three whatever with MMA I'm presenting the fighters I've done esports we're presenting the these the players you know so that's essentially what the announcer does. Commentary and announcing is two different things. The commentator is not an announcer. The announcer is not a commentator. The commentator commentates and talks about the action while it's being broadcasted. The announcer presents the athletes or the players or whatever you want to call them. So everyone that's always called commentators announcers, you're, you've been wrong your entire life. Well, thank you for <laughs> correcting me. <laughs> Mr. Yep. Announcer. So I have a question for you. Uh, you know, the thing about the one fall, what is your take on that? I, I mean, so, I don't think I have to ask you, but. <laughs> I mean, look, say say it, you know, it's not like it's not set for one fall. The match is set for one fall. But by God, you know, Greg Hamilton made it a big deal in NXT. And that dude still, I mean, if he comes back into wrestling, he'll knock everyone's socks off. That guy whenever he was leaving WWE, whenever he got kicked out, he was the best announcer in professional wrestling, period. Uh, he's awesome. But he would do that one fall thing because of the way he talks. He's very, mm, like he just hits the nail on the hammer. He hits it. And he would go, this match is set for one fall. And just the crowd at NXT was so indie and shindy. And they're like, we got to be a part of it. One fall. And so they would say it back. And Vince hated it. And it was just – it would take up too much time. And then that's whenever they were just – NXT fans would, would mess with the refs counts and whatever. And I was having this issue where I would announce in Louisiana 
No disrespect to the fans, but I would say this match is set for one fall. And they would go like three falls, eight falls, ten falls. Like they would say different falls. So I pretty much got rid of saying one fall in a special way. Where if the, the match had a sponsor, I would say this match is set for one fall and it's presented to you by such and such whatever, you know. Or have a sponsor, I would say this match is set for one fall with a 10-minute time limit introducing first. I started doing that in SWE. There was the announcer before me, Mitchell, uh, Mitchell Roy. And Mitch would do the one fall. And he would make it a big deal like he was singing opera. <laughs> that was his thing, though. Uh, I'm not knocking it, but uh, I went in there and I shut it down. I was like, this match is set for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. Like, and people were booing me. It was awesome. I felt, I felt really good about myself. But you know what? I've had people that have worked in wrestling television – producers, uh, people that have worked for WWE, and they have told me, like, what I was doing with not saying one what saying one fall but not making it a huge deal. I was doing, I was doing the correct thing. Vince McMahon would approve. So that says something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, who are some of the announcers that, that you look up to or you, you like around the, the states that you live? Right now, Dynamite Dave Hardy, because Dynamite Dave Hardy, he's an MMA announcer. He does wrestling and everything else, bodybuilding, whatever. He's helped me a lot, and he's shown me that I can be an MMA announcer. So I owe a lot to him. Uh, and uh, other than that, right now, uh, Christian Smith is, is another guy from Texas, South Texas. Christian Smith's another really good guy to look up to as far as announcing. Um, Cyrus Fees, who was the ring announcer for – Rick Flair's uh, last match, the pay-per-view, not exactly Rick Flair's last match, but the guy that did that match was uh, David Penzer, who is my all-time idol, Tony Chimmel as well, even Lillian Garcia. I've had the opportunity to meet Lillian Garcia in Dallas for WrestleMania. She announces for PFL right now, Professional Fight League. Yeah, uh, Jeff Houston uh, is a guy, he started out in professional wrestling, and uh, he he's on the top of his game right now. He makes... He, he does very well for himself working for VKFC. And, uh, you know, I, I, I told him, uh, I sent him a message. Like, one day I aspire to be I aspire to be just like you. So he really appreciated that. But that's a guy that started out professional wrestling, and he's at the top of the world right now as a combat sports announcer with BKFC. But Bruce Buffer, Michael Buffer, uh, I don't necessarily take things from the Buffers and use them, but they're good to learn from, like the way – Bruce announces decisions or Bruce has Bruce has had every announcer out there has messed up on something and Bruce messed up something live on a UFC pay-per-view and he did an interview where he was correcting what he had done and so I you know I, I take stuff like that another guy Jeremiah uh, Galijos I think is how you pronounce his last name he's really good too guy out of Houston Texas started out in wrestling uh, another one, David Diamante, who's now back on the scene. Uh, he's the boxing announcer. You always see him. He's got the dreadlocks and the beard. and He's awesome. But, uh, yeah, that's just a couple of them. I'm probably forgetting some. But, uh, yeah, there's just a couple of announcers, a few, that, uh, that, I, that I think is really good right now. Johnny LaCosta, too. Johnny LaCosta didn't really do much ring announcing, but uh, as far as the broadcaster, really good. Used to work for WWE. Adnan Qureshi is another good one. Uh, he works for uh, United Wrestling Network in um, Hollywood, California. 
Well, you started off in professional wrestling and now you're uh, doing a lot of mixed martial arts. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that and how did that come about? Man, I, I mentioned the guy earlier, uh, Dynamite Dave Hardy. He, he, Me and him have been knowing each other for a while in professional wrestling and we just reconnected September of last year, 2021, and he just kind of let me take over commentary for an MMA promotion that he was working for. And from there, um, he started just giving me bookings that he couldn't take with MMA. And I started learning more and more about announcing MMA. And from there, um, I've, I'm now working with um, Bayou FC as their full-time cage announcer, uh, Southern Hand Slugfest in Mississippi as their announcer for their events. And I guess, since this has been posted, uh, I started working for uh, Gulf Coast MMA as their uh, full-time cage announcer, uh, and I started that in September. So, yeah, uh, I'm having an absolute blast, and uh, it's great. It's it's absolutely awesome. I've never felt more appreciated or respected. Um, like, it, it's great. It's an awesome feeling, you know, and no, no discredit to professional wrestling, but, like, whenever I'll tell people, like, oh, I'm a wrestling announcer, you know, oh, okay, cool. You know, they think backyard wrestling, but I tell them, oh, I'm an MMA announcer. Oh, do you know Conor McGregor? No, but I know the guy that beat Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. Here's our picture, you know, so it's a little bit, a little bit more respect they get from people. So it's cool. Right, right. Yeah, it's so interesting how our, our, uh, our careers and our past kind of parallel, you know, um, uh, I think I've told you in the past that I, I worked for uh, MMA, uh, promoter for about two years and I was uh writing for him and and then I became his matchmaker and I was doing that for about a year and a half and uh let me tell you something wow yeah <laughs> yes yeah and uh you talk about trial by fire man but you know what was so funny and interesting about how uh you know he called me up and say hey I need you to do some uh um, write something, do something. Uh, this fight dropped. This guy backed out. Da da da. And I was like, "Well, why don't you call this guy out of Corpus Christi?" He goes, "Who is that guy?" I go, "He's ranked number four in the state." And he goes, "Well, how do you know that?" I said, "Because I cover MMA." <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's yeah. how, and that's how I became the matchmaker because I knew all these people, you know, and it it was to wow. my benefit, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we that that's another conversation for us to have. Yeah, we, boy, I tell you, <laughs> we could be up all night doing that one. Oh yeah. Well, hey man, it has been a pleasure bringing you on. Always fun to talk to you, if we're recording or not, right? Likewise, man. It's always good to get a conversation out of Vinnie Barry, and you're a fantastic author. Everything you touch turns then turns into gold. That the pleasure and opportunity to be a part of your books. Your, your book i don't know what oh yeah i was i wasn't uh in in the first wrestleville uh there's pictures of me in the first wrestleville so that is and then this next one coming out so yeah there's gonna right? be a story <laughs> of you in the next wrestleville book so oh. yeah we're definitely yeah hey you know what i'm gonna bring you on and we're gonna talk about that i've got an idea for a podcast so for that uh, mm. to help me promote that so we'll definitely bring you on for that awesome i can't wait all right, man. Well, thank you very much. Uh, the pleasure was all mine. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Benny. I appreciate it, man. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. Mm -hmm.
Tracy Smothers, Harley Race, Tim Storm, Bushwhacker Luke, Bobby Fool. The, the Pro, Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Vault, Vault Volume, Volume 1. Bill Dundee, Super Mix Hernandez, C.W. Anderson, Ricky Morton, Sir Moe, and many others share their stories of determination, triumph, and, and sorrow. sorrow. Get your book today at Russellville.com or at Amazon.com. Russellville, Russellville. it's a wrestling, wrestling.